Welcome to today's news headlines from the Scottish Radio News team. I'm Alistair Connell. Stonehaven Harbour and Seafront uh, on Sunday remain closed to the public after police issued a risk-to-life warning following high tides. Sea walls weren't breached, but locals were urged to avoid parts of the Aberdeenshire town on Saturday after shale and rock from the beach was forced onto the promenade and nearby roads. A retaining wall was damaged and sandbags deployed in a bid to soak up overspill from Cowie Water and prevent the need to evacuate nearby properties. Alerts over flooding in parts of coastal Scotland also remained in place for a second day. More than a dozen flood warnings have been issued for the north and east coast as well as the island. A man has been arrested and charged over an alleged slashing at a hospital. Police Scotland said officers were called to reports of a serious assault at the Royal Edinburgh Hospital on Taperlin Road. Officers said a 30-year-old man needed treatment after the incident, which happened at about 6.25pm on Friday. A force spokesperson said a 53-year-old male has been arrested and charged in connection with the incident. The suspect is expected to appear before Edinburgh Sheriff Court at some point on Monday. A man's critically ill after his car was involved in a crash with two vehicles in Airdrie. Police said the Silverness and Qashqai had a parked van in the town's high street before striking a red Qashqai on nearby Aitchison Street. Officers closed off the road for around eight hours following the incident, which happened at about 8.50pm on Saturday. The driver was taken to the Queen Elizabeth University Hospital in Glasgow, where he is being treated for life-threatening injuries. Police said the man in the red vehicle was treated at nearby Monklands Hospital and officers are appealing for MD in the area with information or dash cam footage to please come forward. According to police in Rochdale, Greater Manchester, four boys aged between 12 and 14 have been arrested on suspicion of rape. Officers were called to reports of a rape in the New Bold area at around 6pm on Saturday. Uh, the quartet, aged 12, 13, 14 and 14, were arrested and remain in custody. A crime scene on Kingsway is still in place and the young female victim is being supported. King Charles has attended church in Sandringham in his first public outing since Buckingham Palace announced his cancer diagnosis. The king waved to members of the public as he walked outside St Mary Magdalene Church with his wife, Queen Camilla. It comes after the king thanked people on Saturday for their support and good wishes since the news broke. He said all those affected by cancer knew such kind thoughts were the greatest comfort and encouragement. Donald Trump's suggestion the US would not protect NATO allies failing to spend enough on defence undermines all of our security, the Western Military Alliance's chief has said. Jen Stoltenberg also suggested that it put US and European troops at much greater risk. The Republican said he had told allies he would encourage Russia to attack any NATO member that failed to meet the alliance's target of 2% of their GDP. That's you caught up for now. More news in Mearns FM weather with Ace Competitions. And now the weather here on Merns FM for the Grampian area. Monday will be dry and bright for much of the day, however cloud in the southwest will spread northeast from late afternoon. There will be some showers which will be wintry on the hills, spreading east later in the day with a maximum temperature of 8 degrees Celsius. The outlook for Tuesday to Thursday will bright spells becoming cloudy but mainly dry on Tuesday. Rain persistent at times will spread north on Wednesday and it will be turning showery on Thursday. Merns FM weather with Ace Competition. Head over to acecompetitions.co.uk or find us on Facebook and Instagram for more information. From mountain to sea, the very best of Scotland. You're listening to the Monday Night Movie Club on Merns FM.
welcome to this week's Monday Night Movie Club here on Merns FM with me, Carrie. Thank you for joining me tonight. I hope you've had a lovely weekend. It's nice to see the sun shining today. It's nice to see the clean-up crew working so hard here in Stonehaven trying to get things back to normal after the sea's shenanigans on Friday and Saturday. I've got loads of good stuff for you on tonight's show. Tonight I'm going to be talking about a few different movies. I've been to see The Iron Claw in the cinema. I've watched the Netflix exclusive Good Grief. I'm going to be talking about that. I've had my very first 4DX cinema experience and I can't wait to tell you about that. Soundtrack of the week this week is Jane Silent Bob Strike Back from 2001. And I've also got, I guess, a connection quiz and a classical classics play out for you. Loads of good stuff stuff tonight. I'm kicking off the show with a few songs from some of the movies I'm going to be talking about. So we started off with Don't Fear the Reaper uh, by the Blue Oyster Cult that does feature in the Iron Claw. And then coming up next, I've got oh, such a beautiful song. This is In Good Grief. It's Procol Harum with A Whiter Shade of Pale. And then after that, a wee bit of music from the movie Dune. I've gone Dune crazy at the moment. I'm so excited about the new one coming out. I saw the first one not the 80s one, but the first of the Denis Villeneuve new ones in 4DX in the cinema late last night. It was so good. And uh, yeah, yeah, so a few good tracks for you and then I'll be back with a bit more movie chat. So keep it Merns FM and keep it Monday Night Movie Club.
We're digging ultra-fast, ultra-capable, full-fibre broadband across Scotland. Go for getting all your smart devices smugly online. Go for live gaming till your thumbs go numb. Go for never dropping the ball or dropping out on work calls. Go for just one more episode marathons. Most importantly, go for Digby. A wee gopher on a big mission to dig full fibre to towns and villages all over Aberdeenshire. So, go join the thousands of homes already connected at gofibre.co.uk. Did you know Aberdeenshire Council has commissioned two online mental health services open to everyone aged 10 and over? Couth is an online wellbeing community for young people aged 10 to 18. It offers one-to-one sessions with counsellors and emotional wellbeing practitioners. Visit couth.com to register. Together All is available to anyone aged 16 or over. Trained and accredited professionals are available to support community members and there is a choice of safe therapeutic services including courses, self-assessments and wellbeing resources. Visit togetherall.com to register. These new services mean anyone can get support at a time that suits them from a place of their choice. Advertising your business can be a bit of a gamble. Pay too much, not get a result. Pay very little, strike it lucky. Advertising on Mearns FM is fast, efficient and dynamic. And best of all, competitively priced to get your business heard across South Aberdeenshire. Contact us today by emailing sales at mearnsfm.org.uk and replace this advert with your business. It's back to the music of your life. Clap your hands. Well, life on the farm is kind of laid back. Ain't much an old country boy like me can't hack. It's early to rise, early in a sack. I thank God I'm a country boy. Well, a simple kind of life never did me no harm Raising me a family and working on the farm Days are all filled with an easy country charm Thank God I'm a country boy Well, I got me a fine wife, I got me old fiddle When the sun's coming up, I got cakes on the griddle Life ain't nothing but a funny, funny riddle Thank God I'm a country boy When the work's all done and the sun's set low Pull out my fiddle and the rosin up the bow Kids are asleep, so I keep a cattle alone And thank God I'm a country boy Good and all day if I could, but the Lord and my wife wouldn't take it very good. So I fiddle when I can, work when I should. Thank God I'm a country boy. Well, I got me a fine wife, I got me old fiddle. When the sun's coming up, I got cakes on the riddle. Life ain't nothing but a funny, funny riddle. Thank God I'm a country boy. Cakes on a riddle, life ain't nothing but a funny, funny riddle. Thank God I'm a country boy. Yeah. 
was John Denver with Thank God I'm a Country Boy and that song features in the soundtrack to the first movie I'm going to be discussing on the movie club tonight and that is The Iron Claw. So The Iron Claw has just recently come out here in the UK. It was released in 2023 though and it's a biographical sports drama film written and directed by Sean Durkin who's a director who made the brilliant Martha Marcy May Marlene back in 2011 and uh, he's turned his clothes uh, turned his claw <laughs> turned his hand to this sports biopic which is based on the life of professional wrestler uh, Kevin Von Erich it really focuses on Kevin Von Erich it's the story of his family but it is told from his perspective and he was one of the brothers in the Von Erich wrestling family a family who were very prolific in wrestling in the early 80s the film stars Zac Efron as Kevin Von Erich it also has two powerhouses of subtle brilliant acting we've got Jeremy Allen White and Harris Dickinson who are two actors that I really 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 admire I think they're brilliant Maura Tierney plays the mum she's great she's very understated um, a very intense performance from her Holt McCallany is plays Fritz Von Eric, the father um, and then we have Lily James as Zac Efron's character's future wife in the in the story and it's a true story it is based on a true story and it is very very bleak um I knew a bit about the Von Erich family. I wasn't a fan of wrestling back in the early 80s, but I knew such a lot about it by proxy. I remember being in primary school and the chat from the boys, mostly the boys in my primary school class, was exclusively wrestling. They were just all about wrestling and so many of the names of the wrestlers that come up in this film, um, the depictions of the wrestlers in this film and the chat about wrestling <laughs> rung such a lot of bells for me. And uh, there's some real, there's some just fabulous throwback moments to that kind of early time of WWE starting to form. And um, I have to say one of the strongest things about this film, other than the performances, the acting is great, I'll come on to that. One of the strongest things is that sense of time and place. It has such a great early 80s aesthetic. The costume design on this film is fantastic. The hair design. Oh my goodness, the hair on these brothers. (laughs) 
It's just perfect. And then when you look at pictures of the actual Von Eric family, because you think when you're watching the film, surely, surely they weren't cutting about like this. And then you see them and absolutely they were cutting about like that. And they were kind of the golden boys of wrestling. They were Southern American, kind of Bible Belt, clean cut, seen as clean cut good boys um but in their personal lives they were going through a lot of turmoil not your kind of classic gets too much money too much fame and hammers it really heavy on the old drugs and alcohol story it wasn't really like that although one of the brothers did have some problems with painkiller addiction due to a terrible injury he sustained really the problem that the von eric family the brothers faced was the expectations put on them by their father and I would say the coldness of of their mother and the effect that had on them psychologically, the mental effect and how that caused, oh goodness, I mean, without getting too into it and giving too much away because not everyone knows the story. In fact, the friend I went to see this with, she didn't know what happened with this family. She didn't know the extent of the tragedy and was absolutely blown away and so saddened by just terrible thing after terrible thing that happened to them. The family believed that they were cursed. There was talk of this Von Eric curse and Zac Efron's character, Kevin Von Eric, his sort of goal in life was to try and break that curse to get away from it um, and I'm delighted to say that, that that person that real life person Kevin Von Erich he did if there was a curse which I don't believe there was but he certainly seemed to change the fate of that family through having an incredibly strong will and um, just looking to, to change his relationship with his father was incredibly difficult and you can see in the film hints of him doing it differently with his own sons. Just on Zac Efron, I have to say, it must be quite intimidating to find yourself in a film alongside actors like Jeremy Allen White and Harris Dickinson who are so lauded and plauded, applauded, lauded and applauded for their acting ability which Zac Efron, people like him, he's very popular, but he hasn't really been held up as a fantastic actor. Things took a turn for him when he played Ted Bundy. People thought that performance was really great. I actually really enjoyed what he did in that film, although I didn't enjoy the glamorising of, of Ted Bundy himself. I think that's problematic. But I think Zac Efron gave a good performance. Here he is given the chance to lead, he's he, he takes the lead in this movie and he does so fantastically. He's so good in this. He is transformed. I couldn't believe what I was looking at. The work he has done to make himself physically look like this massive wrestler and also the physicality he has in the film. Kevin Von Erich, the wrestler he portrays quite famously, never wore boots in the ring. He was a barefoot wrestler. It's that kind of Greco-Roman, very light on your feet, bouncy kind of wrestling that we see quite a lot in um, the movie Foxcatcher. And this film reminded me a lot of Foxcatcher. It had that same dark, tense, foreboding vibe running through it. And obviously with the wrestling as well. And he's 
physically is absolutely on top of this character. It's unreal, the work he's put in, and his performance is brilliant. This film was too late to catch this year's Oscar season, but I do wonder if we will hear about the Iron Claw for next year's Oscar season, particularly with Zac Efron. It really is a performance of his career so far. On the whole, the film is its hard to say it's enjoyable because it's, it is incredibly sad. It's so tragic and it's brutal. But I, I really, I got a lot out of this film. Uh, I thought they told the story really well. It's sort of, for me, lent and it became a wee bit sort of, lifetime tv movie towards the end but it's hard for a film with so much tragedy in it and it's true life as well not to do that and i know the filmmaker was making an effort not to fall into that sort of trap so much so that there's a death there's a character and a death in the family that he actually omitted and in his words sort of in a roundabout way I don't know exactly what he said but it was something along the lines of he just thought that was one more tragedy that the film and the movie audiences couldn't take because it's yeah it's just it is brutal um so I can see why it it did start to feel that that lifetime-ish way a little towards the end but the depiction of the wrestling is it's so good the era is so good the music is so good i'm going to play you a really little quick blast of music the soundtrack or the score was done by richard reed perry and pietro amato and it's it's incredible it really is it underscores this movie so well and occasionally we get into sort of wrestling tv mode where we have (laughs) <laughs> some really funny moments actually um, the Von Eriks making TV appearances and the kind of wrestling commentators, wrestling was it was big on TV back then it was it was on a lot um, and the wrestling station that the Von Eriks were attached to was actually part of a kind of Christian TV station as well it was very very popular, seen by a lot of people but there's this little piece of music it's called Update Desk and it's been created to sound like the kind of wrestling, um, beginning of a wrestling broadcast. And it's just perfect. I'll play that for you now and then I'll pick up again with you after. So there we go. That was Update Desk by Richard Reed Parry and Pietro Amato. The music um, or the score is full of little moments like that. A lot of the score is quite sombre for obvious reasons, but the televised wrestling stuff is just done so brilliantly. Um, the performances are fabulous, not only Zac Efron, but the, the rest of the cast as well. Special mention to the actor who plays Fritz Von Erich, the father, Holt McCallany. He's fantastic. And Harris Dickinson, I really, really like Harris Dickinson. And he gives a really subtle performance here. He plays 
David Von Erich, who doesn't look as much like a wrestler as the other two. The other two are so muscular, but David Von Erich was kind of taller and leaner and seemed to be quieter. However, on the microphone was great and he became the kind of MC of the of the Von Erich family. He was the one that would grab the mic and always had something smart to say. And he does that brilliantly. Harris Dickinson, I really like him. He's just such an understated performer, but is just captivating. Really, really enjoyed him. Oh yeah, Maura Tierney. Maura Tierney as the mother, a woman experiencing grief beyond your comprehension, really. And she is, she's brilliant. She does such a good job of playing someone that is so tightly kind of buttoned up emotionally. Yeah, really great cast. I would say uh, the Iron Claw, don't be put off by its kind of broy facade. It looks like it might be a kind of lads, lads, lads type film. I promise you it is not. It's so much more than that. But it does tackle some really hard-hitting issues and it's not an easy watch, particularly for those who may have suffered similar type tragedies in their lives so a wee trigger warning there um, just so people know what they are in for but a brilliantly made film, a tragic story beautifully told and acted incredibly well so there we go, that was the Iron Claw I'm going to play you one more track this is uh, Rush and the track is called Tom Sawyer and this became the Von Eric Brothers entrance music and I really like this song and it makes me feel quite emotional <laughs> hearing it now, knowing so much more about that story. So here we go with Tom Sawyer, this is Rush. A Monday warrior, mean, mean stride. Today's Tom Sawyer, mean, mean pride. Never quite 
Sofa and Bed Centre are your local family-run independent store. Our Berkeley Street shop is open seven days a week and we offer a large selection of beds, mattresses, linen, sofas and furniture. We also offer free delivery and set up within 40 miles. Brand names include Hypnose, Sealy, Silent Night, Lazy Boy and Parker Noel. Our winter sale is on now, so don't delay. Head on down to our shop at Berkeley Street, Stonehaven, the Stonehaven Sofa and Bed Centre. you know it costs £119 a tonne to dispose of what we put in our black bins and only £29 a tonne to dispose of what we put in the blue ones. At present, 30% of what appears in the black bins is food waste, which will go to composting if we use our green bins. So let's all do our best to recycle as much as possible to save money for those important services. And more importantly, help to avoid spoiling our environment. Let's be green in Aberdeenshire. Advertising your business can be a bit of a gamble. Pay too much, not get a result. Pay very little, strike it lucky. Advertising on Merns FM is fast, efficient and dynamic. And best of all, competitively priced to get your business heard across South Aberdeenshire. Contact us today by emailing sales at mernsfm.org.uk and replace this advert with your business. Now, it's back to the music of your life.
That was music from the movie Chocolat from 2001. And that is the first track in this week's Guess the Connection quiz. So the next five movies I'm going to be playing music from, they all have something in common and it's your job to work out what the common theme is. So Chocolat is movie number one. And coming up next, I have two tracks because they're both quite short, but they're both from the same movie and that movie is The Duchess. That was music from the movie The Duchess and before that we had music from Chocolat. So, so far those are the two films. Can you work out what the connection is? Coming up next, another piece of music. It's called Good Night You Kings and it's from the movie The Cider House Rules.
That was Goodnight You Kings from the movie The Cider House Rules, which joins the Duchess and Chocolat for this week's Guess the Connection quiz. Coming up next, we have a track called We Had Today, which is from the movie One Day. There's a new Netflix, I think it's Netflix TV show of this film, which started out life as a book. The book is great. The film wasn't great. Apparently the TV series is good. However, the music from the film is lovely. So here we go. This is We Had Today from One Day.
So that is one day joining the connection quiz. One day, the Cider House Rules, the Duchess and Chocolat. And coming up next is an Oscar winner. Not just the film, but the music as well. This is a theme from Emma. That means Emma is the last movie in our Guest the Connection series. Have you worked it out yet? It's quite tricky this week, I think. that was the final song in this week's Guess the Connection quiz so the movies we've had are Chocolat The Duchess The Cider House Rules One Day and Emma and the thing they had in common and I did hint at this I mentioned the music a couple of times was the scores were all composed by the fabulous Rachel Portman Rachel Portman was the first woman first female composer to win an Academy Award for Best Original Score she won that for Emma and she was also nominated twice other than that once for the Cider House Rules and one for Chocolat so she knows her stuff and the music she makes is so so 
so beautiful. That was a tricky one this week. It was really just an excuse for me to shoehorn in a wee feature celebrating the music of Rachel Portman because it really is lovely. Coming up next is the news and do stick around after that where we'll be talking about my first 4DX experience and the Netflix movie Good Grief and I'll be playing our soundtrack of the week which this week is from the film Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. FM, online and on your smartphone. This is Bones FM News. Welcome to today's news headlines from the Scottish Radio News team. I'm Alistair Connell. Stonehaven Harbour and Seafront uh, on Sunday remain closed to the public after police issued a risk-to-life warning following high tides. Sea walls weren't breached, but locals were urged to avoid parts of the Aberdeenshire town on Saturday after shale and rock from the beach was forced onto the promenade and nearby roads. A retaining wall was damaged and sandbags deployed in a bid to soak up overspill from cowy water and prevent the need to evacuate nearby properties. Alerts over flooding in parts of coastal Scotland also remained in place for a second day. More than a dozen flood warnings have been issued for the north and east coast, as well as the island. A man's been arrested and charged over an alleged slashing at a hospital. Police Scotland said officers were called to reports of a serious assault at the Royal Edinburgh Hospital on Taperlin Road. Officers said a 30-year-old man needed treatment after the incident, which happened at about 6.25pm on Friday. A force spokesperson said a 53-year-old male has been arrested and charged in connection with the incident. The suspect is expected to appear before Edinburgh Sheriff Court at some point on Monday. A man's critically ill after his car was involved in a crash with two vehicles in Airdrie. Police said the Silverness and Qashqai had a parked van in the town's high street before striking a red Qashqai on nearby Aitchison Street. Officers closed off the road for around eight hours following the incident, which happened at about 8.50pm on Saturday. The driver was taken to the Queen Elizabeth University Hospital in Glasgow, where he has been treated for life-threatening injuries. Police said the man in the red vehicle was treated at nearby Monklands Hospital and officers are appealing for MD in the area with information or dash cam footage to please come forward. According to police in Rochdale, Greater Manchester, four boys aged between 12 and 14 have been arrested on suspicion of rape. Officers were called to reports of a rape in the New Bold area at around 6pm on Saturday. Uh, the quartet, aged 12, 13, 14 and 14, were arrested and remain in custody. A crime scene on Kingsway is still in place and the young female victim is being supported. King Charles has attended church in Sandringham in his first public outing since Buckingham Palace announced his cancer diagnosis. The King waved to members of the public as he walked outside St Mary Magdalene Church with his wife Queen Camilla. It comes after the King thanked people on Saturday for their support and good wishes since the news broke. He said all those affected by cancer knew such kind thoughts were the greatest comfort and encouragement. Donald Trump's suggestion the US would not protect NATO allies failing to spend enough on defence undermines all of our security, the Western Military Alliance's chief has said. Jen Stoltenberg also suggested that it put US and European troops at much greater risk. The Republican said he had told allies he would encourage Russia to attack any NATO member that failed to meet the alliance's target of 2% of their GDP. That's you caught up for now. More news in Moons FM weather with Ace Competitions. 
And now the weather here on Merns FM for the Grampian area. Monday will be dry and bright for much of the day, however cloud in the southwest will spread northeast from late afternoon. There will be some showers which will be wintry on the hills, spreading east later in the day with a maximum temperature of 8 degrees Celsius. The outlook for Tuesday to Thursday will bright spells becoming cloudy but mainly dry on Tuesday. Rain persistent at times will spread north on Wednesday and it will be turning showery on Thursday. Mers FM weather with Ace Competitions. Head over to acecompetitions.co.uk or find us on Facebook and Instagram for more information. From mountain to sea, the very best of Scotland. You're listening to the Monday Night Movie Club on Merns FM.
was Belinda Carlisle with Circle in the Sand. You are listening to the Monday Night Movie Club here on Merns FM with me, Carrie. And Circle in the Sand was my wee clever way of getting into a little bit of a chat with you about me going to watch a reissue of the movie Dune Part 1 in the cinema in for the very first time, for me, 4DX. I had seen Dune before. I hadn't seen it on the big screen. I had only seen it on my big telly and thought it was the best thing I'd ever seen. So getting to see Dune in the cinema was such a treat for me last night. But I decided, because there was a bit of an offer on, that, oh, sorry, that I would give it the 4DX experience i thought i would try that for the first time i thought i would report back and let you know how i got on with that because (laughs) i had quite an experience so first things first i was alone as i usually am when i go to the cinema and i did notice when i booked my ticket normally you see there's quite a few individual seats sold on their own people go to the cinema on their own but for this 4dx experience it was all pairs and groups of people apart from one other person so i thought is it going to be am i going to feel like a bit of a a bit of a tube for being here on my own when it is something a wee bit different but i didn't really know what it was so i thought it'll be fine so i booked a seat on my own and what was lovely because no one sat beside me i had a full row to myself a row of four and like i say it was my first time so i sat in this big chair there's a little ledge that your feet go on so your feet are not on the floor you're kind of raised up off the floor and there was a button on my armrest that said water on or water off I thought, well, I need to go for it. It's water on. And uh, they play an advert, like a 4DX advert before the film, where you get to experience all the different features that you're in for. And it... It was, it was a lot. It was more than I expected. I did not expect the chairs to move as much as they move. You're absolutely being thrown about. And then, of course, you've got the cold wind in your face, the warm wind in your face, the kind of snowy, the like sleet in your face, cold water, um, the whispering in your ears, the, the air kind of pissing out the top out of your headrest. It was all going on and it all happened in the space of about three minutes in this this advert. And all the other groups of people around me were like whooping and cheering and I thought, oh, I feel like a bit of a, I feel like a bit of a numpty sitting here on my own experience in this. I've got no one to smile at beside me. And I then I started to worry that the crowd, the people that were there, might be a whoopy, cheery kind of crowd. And I don't want that when I'm watching Dune. I mean, I don't want that no matter what I'm watching, I just don't want it, but I especially don't want it for Dune. However, first things first, the crowd were not a whoopy cheery crowd. They just got on with it. They were obviously there because they also wanted to see a reissue of this film because they love it and that was very cool. And for the first 10 minutes of the film, I did feel a bit silly. My chair was vibrating, I was being thrown about, there was lots of kind of whispering in the headrest and stuff. And I wasn't too sure about it, but as the film kicked in, and I was so into this movie, I do think it's an absolute masterpiece. As I got soaked up in the film, I got totally soaked up 
in this 4D experience. So I made a wee list. I was actually chatting to my friend Ross and he asked what it was like. I made him a wee list of all the things that were happening. So my seat was thrashing about. My seat was vibrating a lot. Sometimes low-level vibrations. Sometimes it was rumbling. And there's a lot of knife, sort of sword stuff in Dune and people get stabbed. There's a lot of death. And whenever someone is stabbed or hit in the back, there was things coming out of the back of my chair that were like banging, like knocking me in the back, not painfully, but giving me like a dunt in the back, which was cool. I had gentle cold air in my face. I had full force cold air in my face. I was sort of sprinkled with a dewy light rain. There was smoke, dry ice machines going on. When... um, Timothy Chalamet as Paul Atreides was being chased by the sandworm and it nearly caught him I had this flapping thing happen at my ankles which made me make a sound no one else made a sound but I I got the fright of my life at that Um, and then the things in the headdress there was like air hissing and whispering around my ears It it was so cool I have to say It's completely pointless. There is no need to see a movie with all that stuff happening. The movie is enough. But my my goodness, I thought it was great. I really enjoyed it. I mean, Dune is almost a three-hour movie and it was over in a heartbeat. It would have been anyway because I'm so into it. I'm so invested in it. But it was just... It was so cool. So I'm now on the hunt for more films that are going to be out in this 4DX experience. It's definitely not for every film. I think if I was going to see a movie for the first time, um, like when I go to see Dune Part 2, I won't see it in 4DX the first time I see it. I just want to sit and watch it just as it is. Um because I think it it will stand up to that and it deserves that if it was something daft like Godzilla and Kong and a movie like that yeah I would definitely be up for just jumping straight in to 4DX and having a look at that but for me um, I think I'll I'll, I'll, I'll see Dune Part 2 as it's meant to be and then if they do offer it in this 4DX again I'm going to be there with bells on this is not an advert for 4DX Merns FM are not affiliated with them other cinemas and other experiences are available but I had an absolute blast it was so so cool um so yeah there we go that was my 4dx experience coming up next after a wee bit of music i'm going to chat to you about something tonally quite different it's the dan levy movie he wrote and directed it it is called good grief and this song uh, robin with every heartbeat features in that movie so i'll be back with you soon
That was Robin with Every Heartbeat and that song features in the movie Good Grief which is a 2023 American comedy drama film written and directed by the glorious, wonderful Dan Levy who I do love. This is his directorial film debut and he also stars in the film alongside Ruth Nega who is a fantastic actress. She's definitely acting out of um, against type in this movie. She is normally in quite serious roles whereas this is quite light. We've got Himesh Patel, we've got Luke Evans in a kind of lesser, smaller role um, and Celia Imrie who is by a mile the best thing about this film absolutely steals it for me and the film follows Dan Levy's character who is mourning the sudden and tragic loss of his husband, that is Luke Evans and on making an unexpected discovery about his husband's private life, he recruits his two best friends to go with him on a trip to Paris that they think is a holiday but in reality it's to get to the bottom of some of his husband's secrets, I mean not deep dark terrible secrets his husband had some things that he wanted to talk to Dan Levy's character about but didn't get the chance to do so so Dan Levy has to go and explore those things on his own um, it brings his friends along with him as he tries to sort of get to grips with his grief and acceptance of his husband's loss um, this movie I I was had high hopes for because I'm such a huge Dan Levy fan I absolutely love Shit's Creek um, I think he comes across as a really good guy. I think he's fun. I think he's he's cheeky, he's quirky. Um, I find him very, very funny. So I was looking forward to this film. Uh, but I have to say, I wasn't super impressed by it. I think Dan Levy is definitely following a Richard Curtis recipe for this movie. And that is definitely one of the problems for me. The characters in this movie do have that super entitled living a, a a lifestyle that's even a bit beyond your kind of normal Richard Curtis your Richard Curtis are your kind of super upper middle class characters but these characters even seem a bit beyond that I couldn't relate to them at all and even though the film is exploring grief and loss and that's something that Everyone does experience at some points and there should be universal themes there. I just found the film left me pretty cold and I have to say, surprisingly, part of the reason for that is Dan Levy himself. I just did not buy his character 
at all or his portrayal of a grieving husband at all it just didn't sit well for me the writing isn't bad it's there's there's jokes in there it's Richard Curtis kind of joke and the setting is lovely it's set between London and Paris very aspirational London and aspirational Paris the sort of Paris postcard Paris I imagine but it does fall into kind of rom-com cliches for me even though obviously the main character is in a gay relationship it's not cliched in that sense but the experiences that character has the people he meets it just felt very unrealistic to me um but I think the film is trying to be quite realistic and quite real. I was left feeling pretty cold by this film. I didn't particularly enjoy it. I found it kind of dull and I was kind of disappointed the whole time because I was expecting such good things. But yeah, whenever it's a movie that I haven't enjoyed, I'm really curious to hear what other people have thought of it. I'm always curious to hear what you guys think of any film really. But if anyone else has seen Good Grief, especially any of you that are fans of Dan Levy, that really enjoy the work he's done on Shit's Creek, that were excited for this film, I would love for you to let me know what you thought of it. It's not a badly made movie. Um, I guess the storytelling is, is quite good. It looks quite nice, but yeah, it just wasn't for me. I think I'm not, I'm maybe not the right audience for it. I heard a couple of reviewers talking about how impressed they were by the storytelling not falling into cliche and I actually completely disagree with that. I also heard them chatting a bit about the, the style, like Dan Levy's Dan Levy's necklines, his collar lines and stuff like that. I thought, no, there needs to be more than that. He is a stylish guy. It needs to be more than just trench coats, expensive trench coats and trainers. That does not give substance to a movie, in my opinion. So, yeah, let me know your thoughts on Good Grief. Those are mine. Coming up after the adverts we have our soundtrack of the week and I've picked it not because I love the film but because the songs were pretty good and it gave me a wee excuse to talk about some aspects of the film so yeah Jane Silent Bob after the ads Donnie View Embroidery Limited is based in Stonehaven and has over 15 years experience in all aspects of branding we offer high quality embroidery printed products heat transfers and clothing whether it's for personal, corporate, individuals, clubs or schools, we can meet your needs. No order is too big or too small for us to handle. We offer a quality service at extremely competitive prices. Please don't hesitate to contact Lynn Bruce on 07792 085773 or email stonyviewembroidery at hotmail.com. That's at hotmail.com. Or find us on Facebook, Stony View Embroidery. Miss your favourite Merns FM show? You can catch up on demand for free. Go to mernsfm.org.uk slash listen hyphen again. Never miss your favourite Merns FM shows again. Advertising your business can be a bit of a gamble. Pay too much, not get a result? Now, it's back to the music.
that was Bad Medicine by Bon Jovi and that track features on our soundtrack of the week which this week, rather controversially maybe is the movie Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back the reason why this is my soundtrack of the week is because I've actually been doing a bit of reading about this film Uh, Kevin Smith is one of those characters uh, he's the director and the writer that people either seem to really really admire or find him really really hard to take I actually fall into the latter of those categories now although when I was younger I did hold him in much higher esteem he is the director of a whole series of movies that people um, almost treated a bit like a religion back in the 90s and the early 2000s so we're talking Clerks, uh, Mall Rats, Chase and Amy, Dogma, Jane Silent Bob, Clerks 2, Clerks 3 Three. Oh my gosh, Clerks Three from 2022, and I saw him. He was he gave a soundbite for something recently, and I saw it on Instagram, and it got me looking back um, at some of the the sort of lore around his films. And Jane Silent Bob Strikes Back popped up. I remember seeing this um, at the time and feeling. A bit like, oh, I, th- I think I, I think I like this. I think this is the sort of thing I should like, but just finding it kind of to- well, totally unrelatable. Um, there's really nothing in there for me, and it wasn't until a bit later that I sort of realised just how tonally this film is so incredibly off. I mean, we talk about um, how back in the day people would use gay as a a way to describe something that was rubbish or something they weren't interested in. And this film, oh my God, the amount of that that gets bandied about is unbelievable. And so much so that Kevin Smith actually made a donation to the Gay and Lesbian Alliance Against Defamation. He gave $10,000 to them as a kind of, "Mm, sorry, yep, fair enough, maybe this wasn't so great and here I'm not a a raging homophobe Um, and also Jason Mewes who plays Jay he was taking a lot of drugs at the time he was often on heroin withdrawal and if he wasn't able to take heroin on set he was taking a lot of um, drinking a lot of alcohol and oh my god the whole thing the whole thing just was just horrendous I just wonder why Kevin Smith didn't just say right forget it we're not making this but anyway he ploughed on and it did do really well that film but yeah I just in sort of researching it and reading about how awful it was um I was watching clips from it and <laughs> the soundtrack is actually pretty good. So I thought, well, why not? Why not use the good soundtrack as a jumping off point to discuss some of the challenging aspects of the film? So there we go. I think the film's terrible. I don't think anyone should watch it. <laughs> but here are some nice, nice songs from it, which gave me a nice excuse to say, do not watch Jane Silent Bob Strike Back. So coming up, I've got This Is Love by PJ Harvey, Tougher Than Leather by Run DMC, and now this is the real reason I wanted to talk about it this is the song I wanted to play we've got Steppenwolf with Magic Carpet Ride which I am a total sucker for so this is not a recommend for Jane Silent Bob Strikes Back but it is a recommendation for Steppenwolf
internet still sound a bit like this? Then you need MaryKirk.com. We're a wireless internet provider based in Marykirk, Aberdeenshire. We can provide your home, your office or your business premises with fast internet. We've been around for 10 years and we have great local support. So if it's fast internet you're looking for, visit us at MaryKirk.com and click on Can I Get This Service?
Home Start Kincardine is a voluntary organisation that offers support to families with at least one child under the age of five within the Kincardine and Mearns area. The type of support we offer is non-judgmental, emotional and practical. All our volunteers have had parenting experience and will visit a family once a week for between two to three hours. If it's an extra pair of hands to get out and about, some adult company or being able to get to appointments, these are a few ways in which we can help. If you are a family that is listening to this and think Home Start is for you or have parenting experience and some spare time to volunteer, please either pop into our office which is at 32 David Street, Stonehaven or call us on 01569 767773. Advertising your business can be a bit of a gamble. Pay too much, not get a result. Pay very little, strike it lucky. Advertising on Mearns FM is fast, efficient and dynamic. And best of all, competitively priced to get your business heard across South Aberdeenshire. Contact us today by emailing sales at mearnsfm.org.uk and replace this advert with your business. It's back to the music of your life.
That was Tougher Than Leather by Run DMC from the soundtrack to Jay and Silent Bob Strikes Back, which I will just reiterate, I am not recommending you watch, but do do a wee bit of reading about it, because it does make quite interesting reading, hearing about all the stuff going on around that movie. It has come to that time in the evening where I hop on to say goodbye. I'm going to leave you with a couple of classical, classic playout tracks. We've got a track called Changed by Emil Levinos Farouk and then If I Be Wrong by Wolf Larson. A couple of beautiful soundtrack songs. I hope you've enjoyed the show. Do get in touch. Let me know what you thought of Good Grief. Let me know if you've ever experienced 4DX and what you thought of it. I would love to hear. And uh, yeah, do join me same time next week for a bit more movie chat. In the meantime, have a great rest of Monday and have a great week ahead. Uh, Bye-bye.
Welcome to today's news headlines from the Scottish Radio News team. I'm Alistair Connell. Stonehaven Harbour and Seafront uh, on Sunday remain closed to the public after police issued a risk-to-life warning following high tides. Sea walls weren't breached, but locals were urged to avoid parts of the Aberdeenshire town on Saturday after shale and rock from the beach was forced onto the promenade and nearby roads. A retaining wall was damaged and sandbags deployed in a bid to soak up